0: Hello, and welcome to Sports Talk Basketball. Um, I'm joined by Sam. Hello. Hello. Um, and yeah, we're now into the final stretch of the regular season. Uh, with, what is it, like a month to go? I think it's a, a month until the playoffs start,
1: but like just under that for playing games.
0: Yeah, um, and I mean, it's been a little while since you've done one of these. There's been a lot that's happened. I mean, the Nuggets were surging, and then Jamal Murray got injured. Um,
1: and then they've kept winning. To be fair, since then,
0: yeah. But, um, but they're not quite
1: as um as scary, obviously.
0: Yeah, I mean, we I, we, I thought we were we were going to do a podcast around when they were surging, I think, and we we're going to talk about how they're like the favourites in the West. But I don't know whether they are now. It's too sad. It was too sad to talk about it when the injury happened because they yeah. were basically
1: it was what you want at the trade deadline. Was like I, stars don't tend to move at the trade deadline, really. But it was like that's like the best level of player I think you can get at a trade deadline, as in, like to yeah, go, Gary, to, a cont- contending go team. to a team
0: that's already contending, yeah. And he's that's gonna make a difference fit? that year.
1: And they were flying, and there was all this stuff about when they have this five man group on the court, they were just outscoring everyone by a million points every hundred possessions and all that stuff. And they were just they looked really, really quite scary and obviously Murray after what he did in the bubble um, they're still they basically weren't from genuinely I think they were my West favourites if the Lakers weren't healthy
0: yeah I think they definitely were
1: Um, Um, but now I mean they're still going to be difficult because they've got the MVP probably Um, but like they're going to be the underdog I think basically whoever they face in the first
0: round yeah and who's who's going to be in the first round
1: well, it's so bunched up, but it's like they they could get the Lakers, um, oh, yeah. or, or they could get the Clippers. I mean, even if they go up the standings, it, it doesn't really get any better.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, they, there's not a good draw
1: in the West. To be
0: honest. There's a little bit of room. They're two and a half point. They're in fourth, two and a half behind the Clippers and three ahead of the Lakers at the moment. So there's like a little bit of a buffer there, um, which that at the moment would give them the Lakers, wouldn't it? Yes. That's not good. No. Anthony Davis is back. Do you know what the news on LeBron is?
1: Um, He posted one of his hype-up tweets a week or so ago, which obviously there were millions and millions of takes on. But I I think he's, I mean, he is coming back. There's not a timetable, but also there there doesn't tend to be with big names, does there? No. Quite well, like Anthony Davis, it's basically they're listed as out indefinitely, and then it's like they're playing tomorrow. I think but Anthony Davis playing tonight came out of nowhere. Particularly really. when
0: we're coming up to the playoffs. It's they're yeah. basically just like leave them as long as possible until, like, but so they bring them back so they still can get ready for the playoffs, basically, isn't it? It's the thing.
1: Yeah, um, I, I don't worry. Also, I mean, how Davis looks in these few games is going to be interesting. And they've obviously been really cautious with it. But Achilles injuries are just terrifying. He had a horrible quote about how it felt like something ripped in his Achilles when he got injured before, and he thought he'd like torn his Achilles, which obviously he didn't, which is good. But still, coming back from an Achilles issue, like that's scary. The LeBron thing is like, yeah, people roll their ankles. Even LeBron rolls his ankle, and it was a bad one. But I don't know, I'm not as worried about that.
0: Yeah, they they'll be in the playoffs. Both of them playing in the playoffs. It's just about what, how fit they are, really, isn't it? And
1: I suspect with going to
0: come back when he wants. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised
1: if he could if they were the playoffs were starting tomorrow. I bet he would be playing. Is my is my take at the moment on yeah. obviously very limited information, but neither yeah. have played with
0: Drummond. Jave have they? Uh... No, and the Lakers have done a nice little job actually without them. Yeah, it's actually since they've got Drummond, isn't it? They've been better. Yeah, and they've
1: just been... I mean, they've been so... It's ridiculous. Frank Vogel obviously deserves a lot of credit. Basically, since those two have been injured, they've been like first or second in defensive rating, which is crazy. They took out like two all-NBA-level defenders, and they've been just as good defensively. The offense is um, a different question. I mean, that's been pretty horrendous, but it would be if you took out LeBron James and Andy Davis. They're still just like a tough team.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they've been impressive. Um, and maybe I don't know, Maybe in the end with that, where they've had to start defending better the rest of the team and stuff, maybe when they do come back, it will mean they're a better team, even better team in the end. Um,
1: yeah, I, I still have them. Um, I still have them as the favourites and maybe quite yeah. comfortably. I think the Clippers are going under the radar a little bit.
0: Yeah, they've been, uh, since trade deadline, well, the All-Star game, haven't they? they've been really good.
1: Yeah, and the other thing with them is, is like a backer and Beverly missed a lot of time. And again, there's just like the health thing with some of these slightly older guys. Uh, but after last year, where it was all, everyone was getting giddy about them the whole year. Yeah. Often with minimal justification. This year, it's like, well, they look really good. But I guess they're three, aren't they? They're not even, they're not even in the two seed.
0: Like, so that, that's another thing that means people aren't talking about them quite as much. Yeah, I think the Suns though, actually, I mean, they've... Um, the last two games, they beat the Bucks and the Sixers. DeAndre Ayton was awesome in both
1: those games. He was yeah. awesome. He, he basically... I mean, he didn't... You don't stop Giannis or Embiid, but like particularly on Giannis, that's like as good a defensive performance as you can put in. Um... He's still got loads of points, but it was just like, it's just, just, you can tell when you see it, like that's better than most other people do. He's not, he's actually making him work hard for this. And Embiid got going in the fourth quarter, but they, they made him work. I mean, I think he got away with some fouls as well, um, in the first half particularly, but they made him really work. And that's more than, I mean, there's quite a few people who've tried to guard Embiid this season where it's just like, they've just been absolutely flattened
0: immediately. But he, he's impressive.
1: Really, really impressive performance, and they're going to—they're going to need him to be that yeah. good. I think.
0: I mean, they've almost caught the Jazz now.
1: I yeah, mean, and Mitchell is now hurt.
0: Yeah, I mean the Jazz. Yeah, the Jazz are. Even though they're one seed, they don't seem like they're going to be a factor. <laughs> um, well, I find it that hard scary to... now.
1: Yeah, well, I think he is un... he will probably be back. But then again, it's like he's done the injury a lot later. Yeah, so it's like he, he might be being back is like he's having to be rushed back for the first round.
0: And even if yeah. you're the
1: top seed, like the, you're going to get a really difficult like or potentially challenging first round opponent.
0: Yeah, and also the fact they, like they won. They won most of their games in the first half. Compared to the Suns who are almost got the same record them as them now, but they've been winning their games now they're like peaking at the right time yeah maybe it's a good point the jazz the jazz have basically started the season really really well i mean kept it, it was more than just a good start it's a good first half but then since then I've just been a downward trajectory really even though they're still been good but not as good as the first half so yeah it sort of makes their record um their record then makes them look a bit better or more scary than they actually are well yeah than they have been it recently yeah. Um I mean, yeah, well, yeah, talking about the Western Conference though still. Um I guess that Steph Curry there's been big news of like
1: I mean, it's just absolutely historic. Just just another planet of ridiculous
0: I, yeah. I, he had
1: acquired a quieter game last night. Where I mean, he I think he still finished with twenty five or something. Um, so he might have dropped below forty points per game for April, which would be would be sad for him. But he's been shooting like fifty five percent from
0: three for the whole month. Yeah, and they've still managed to lose games, or something. Yeah, but he's yeah. like just about keeping them, keeping them like in the uh, the play-in. Pretty yeah,
1: much. and I'm. The thing with him as well is that all the records are incredible. Um and like you do see the occasional oh well he just takes more threes. That's why he's having so many of these ten three games. I mean, yeah, you take more threes when you're that good. But that's that's the deal. Um one of the one of the best ones recently was the was it in like the last seven days he'd had four games where he'd made ten or more threes. And like yeah. only one other person in NBA history has done more than that in their career, and I think that's Clay Thompson. It's just What he's doing is like... It's so unbelievably ridiculous. And I watch a hell of a lot of sport. And I don't think there's anything quite as fun as Steph Curry when he starts playing like this. It's just... It's just absolutely insane. Because there's... there's, When he played the Sixers the other night, and this just... The ball just goes flying in the air. And it just seems to go
0: in every single time for like two quarters. Yeah. I mean, he started the three-point revolution. And people... It's like people sort of forgot that it's like he's he's still the best at it, <laughs> really. Like that stat you said, it's like yeah, even though everyone else started doing it and does it now and shoots threes and like shoots long threes and stuff, he's still like way better than anyone else at it. Is also it's the way
1: he, the way he gets them. Like so, obviously Lillard and Harden um, do a lot of um, creating their own threes. But it's the fact that he has like so many of these like crazy dribble moves step back over a seven footer in his face, and then he has the way he just he's like triple teamed gives the ball to someone runs off and gets it or like dribbles through a trap and then hits a shot. It's just absolutely impossible to do anything about it yeah, and that I mean... sort of thing I think in elite sport the kind of idea like we we mentioned in bead earlier. Is the idea of someone being impossible to deal with is usually like physically overpowering, but it's even funnier that this guy
0: is just like small for an NBA player, and there's just nothing anyone can do to stop him. Yeah, when he's going, it like doesn't matter how much you can test the shot.
1: <laughs> or yeah, how
0: far out he's shooting from, it's gonna go in.
1: Um, yeah. yeah. Do you think he's um because we spoke about him for MVP at the
0: start of the season? Do you think he's in that now? Um, I think it's probably a bit late. Unless he, and le- well, especially with the off game last night, maybe. But maybe he goes back to it. If you can keep up the averaging 40 points a game for the rest of the season, then yeah, but otherwise. Um,
1: I think he'd be in my top enough. five if the season ended today. Yeah, yeah probably. I think winning it. He needs the Warriors to win. They need to be a seven or an eight. I know it's a bit like splitting hairs, but it, it's hard to be like in the bottom of the plane and, and MVP. I don't know. Just it feels like the further you get down your conference standings, the more ridiculous your performance has got to have been for me. Yeah. Um, the other side of it though is um, basically the Warriors, when Steph Curry is not on the court, are like worse than the Timberwolves. Like, so you, you shouldn't necessarily yeah. get praise for your teammates not being good but like they they don't have an offence and then Steph Curry plays and they can beat anyone it's really quite extraordinary
0: yeah it's just a a bit of a shame that the rest of the team isn't that good Um, really I mean it would be nice to see them like actually contending again the other
1: side of it though is if they were better he might be above the play and that is going to be absolutely awesome. Yeah. I mean we could have it looks a bit un- unlikely at the moment. I don't know. I haven't looked at the standings in the last couple of days. We could have Zion, Steph Curry,
0: and Luka Doncic in the playing yeah. tournament. Well, the Pelicans are three and a half behind the Spurs at the moment. Um Yeah, the the Pelicans insist on being bad at basketball,
1: so that is problematic. Um
0: Yeah. I mean, currently, you've got the Spurs, so not that exciting. But the then... Spurs have on a not got a good record since the All-Star break, though, yeah, unless the so schedule's they brutal. Slip. But it's the Mavericks, the Grizzlies, and the Warriors on that, which are all potentially quite exciting, aren't they?
1: Yeah, and, and I, I think, Charmerant. from coming out of that as well, though, is because it's the Suns and Jazz at the top, and I, there is more scepticism about them, which might be proved really stupid. Maybe they both sweep the play in teams. Um I don't know, it, it if you get Dallas and Luca goes crazy in the playing tournament and then goes into a series of one of those two, like getting a big upset from one of the teams who comes out on the play and doesn't feel impossible. And basically the Pelicans, it still just feels like they they've got they've still got to sort out so much. But every time you watch Zion, si it, it gets like kind of more unbelievable what he's doing as well. He just he just goes straight to the basket whenever he wants to.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it would definitely be more exciting if they were in the play-in than the Spurs. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I... Yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, the Spurs are basically just there from being like a... Well, like they always are, just like a, a well-run, solid team. And they're 10th, which shows you how exciting the actual like players they have are, I suppose. Yeah, they've got some nice... Players and like,
1: um, DeMar DeRozan's had a good season. I think he might be out at the moment. And Murray, Murray's impressive, but I mean, you can't, it's, there aren't many players you take over Zion on watchability at the moment, I don't think.
0: No, absolutely not. Um, yeah. What other storylines are we going to talk about? Um, we feel like we've covered like the whole of the Western Conference there, like just a a whistle stop tour at the, yeah, but the west is a, a bit weird,
1: isn't it, because the top two seem sort of settled at the top, and obviously the nuggets would get a lot of a lot of attention, but I feel like that's that it just sucks,
0: it just really sucks there's just 70, in, yeah, and with um I guess LeBron a d being out is a little bit of uncertainty about Lakers, but it'll probably just end up where they just come back just for the playoffs. And then the Lakers just sweep everyone.
1: Yeah, I I still feel like those two fully healthy, that's the best team by a bit of a margin. Um, Then the Clippers, and then actually a gap after that. Um, I had sort of the Nuggets with the Clippers earlier in the season. And then once they got Gordon, I had like Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers. Um, I might be underrating the top two the jazz and the Suns, but i'm not sure i just there, there's a bit with any team in the playoffs where it's like yeah you've got to show us it as well which obviously neither of those have done really um yeah yeah m- maybe i'm just being sucked in by the excitement of of the big I, names but well the donovan mitchell injury
0: obviously it's quite significant of when he's going to be back
1: Yeah, because as we saw in the series against the Nuggets last year, um, it's it's reductive to make it who's got the best player. But you do need elite players. Yeah. Like, you just do. And I think, like, there's been a lot of talk about the Jazz's ball movement. How's that going to work in the playoffs and all this stuff? There are going to be a lot of possessions where it's like you need to be able to give it to a guy and he either gets to the line or gets a shot off. Even if he doesn't shoot a great percentage on them, you need a guy who can at least create his own shot. Um, and Mitchell obviously that guy. And like he did against Denver, he might just have like two fifty-point games in a series, and then it's like, well, we're on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they need him, obviously. Really. Um, but it's, yeah, whether, whether he's going to be back a bit before the playoffs or or what if he's going to have to basically be rushed back for the like at the start of the playoffs. Um, which I think it's a big question of any of these injuries really, it's like how fit are they actually going to be, like they're going to play in the playoffs probably, whatever but it's like, are they being saved for the playoffs or is it a case of having to be rushed back That could be a good segue
1: to the Brooklyn Nets Oh yeah Who once again are without well I guess one and a half of their stars, because I don't really know what's happening with Durant's thigh but Harden is out indefinitely and Durant has not been playing. Uh they still beat the Pelicans the other day, but um they've played like I think it's seven games, but that includes the game where Durant like came off the bench because of the weird covid stuff that was going
0: on. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, they basically it's a bit It's a bit like the Clippers last year at the moment. Yeah, where, um not actually seen it. I mean, obviously there's, I guess there's three stars instead of two and stuff, but like, yeah, I mean, yet to really, see, and we've seen it in little bits of it, but not seen them play for any stretch and, uh, you know, in big games and stuff against other teams that are fit, like big teams that are fit and stuff. So I don't know, like, it's difficult to really um, make them the favourites at the moment when you've not seen them play
1: yeah and there's only I can't get away from the Clippers thing either and I, that could look very stupid they like the Lakers might just roll through everyone it might be like they've got three of the greatest scorers ever and that that just yeah. outdoes everything else um, or it could be just I think like the offense is probably going to just be fine if they're yeah. all, like healthy enough because yeah. they're going to score a lot of points but earlier
0: in the season as well they did have issues defensively didn't they I yeah, when that, they that's had... where
1: you'd you think the lack of familiarity does become more of an issue. Maybe is... it was
0: when they had. Maybe it was when they had all three of them for a bit, or maybe it was when they had two of them. But you know, they just they just had a few games that were like 150 points each. <laughs> it's like I think yeah. they still won, but like against against teams that aren't meant to be that good, that aren't meant to be anywhere near them, and they're giving up like 150 points almost. Um... Yeah,
1: and there's just there's not much there's probably. This hardened setback, I mean, indefinitely, as I said, with star players might mean another five days, or it might mean. But like the playoffs aren't very far away now. They, they ultimately, they're not going to have any like significant on-court time. It seems with all three of their players, and not only for them, but I think also for Steve Nash a little bit, is yeah, those three are going to be playing more like forty minutes each, there or thereabouts in the playoffs. And you'd think Joe Harris is going to be there almost all the time. Um, so maybe he doesn't have that yeah. many decisions to make. But when it comes to, like, how are we going to deal with Embiid and Giannis yeah. and all of this stuff, is he hasn't had no. a chance to fiddle around with the team yeah. in different approaches.
0: When you have three players that like that big name, well, for any big stars, it basically defines what your system is, isn't it? Really, yeah. your system is built around those stars. And when they haven't had had them together, it's like they've not, I don't know, they've not, really managed to build a system around them yet and uh, yeah I don't know I feel like there's there is definitely doubt there I mean it might mean that they that probably in the earlier rounds they will just they can just make it up as they go along can't they and just blow teams away but you say that you say that so the other
1: day I had a look at it and this is, is so fluid in the east way more than it is in the West actually um the other day there was a situation where they were two seven was the heat yeah um so as if the heat came out in the playing game as you'd expect it would be first round against the miami heat and then they'd face the bucks or the celtics in the second round and then the Sixers in the conference finals i mean that's like the worst case scenario obviously but that's also like that's not an opportunity to mess around is it that's that's where you can't... The other thing is they play like the Hornets missing Haywood and like they play the Hornets in the first round is it's okay. And they yeah. ha- they do have a few games to get together. Yeah, the, but if they play yeah, the Heat or is... the Celtics first round, I mean...
0: So I think the Heat haven't had Butler... I've they I've seen they've had games without Butler and they, is he injured at the moment as well?
1: I can't keep track with which players... No, have I've, so I've, so I've many also people... watched them without... At this stage
0: him. of the season there's just so many... So many... Um, Stars missing. It's like they're sort of nominally injured, but they don't. They might not be.
1: Also, because I'm not in a position where I'm watching every heat game, for instance, I I know he's not injured, injured, but like I can't tell when it's just yeah, he's actually resting, on when it's he's missed three games. Um, yeah. But he's it's not like he's not going to be fit for the playoffs, sort of thing, as it no. stands. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Like
0: yeah. Maybe then. I don't know, maybe they'll get out in the first round then. I
1: guess. Yeah, I mean, it's not impossible, but it's, that's the thing is, also they could still get the one seed and then it's like you end up playing, I don't know, Washington in the first round. And it is a, you do have that time and then it's like they cruise through that and they all get in shape and then they're ready and then they take on whoever in the next round. Yeah. Um, so I think the seeding is gonna matter a bit because you have got the Celtics and the heat just sort of
0: like languishing yeah. towards the lower part of the seeding. Basically them underperforming is um basically can make things interesting. Although the Celtics have got going a little bit
1: and they've started to look how they're sort of meant to look. Yeah, recently. Won eight,
0: eight out of the last ten.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and Campbell Walker, I can't remember which game it was, but I watched him a few nights ago, and he looked, he just looked more mobile. Um, It helped; he's making shots as well. But he was actually able to create space to take shots rather than just sort of dribbling into taller humans and then shooting. Um, So that that's really like. They, and when the ball starts moving with that and that's the other thing, it's become a bit cliche to say they, they just end up isoing constantly. But there has been a lot of that from them this season, <laughs> I felt like when I've watched them.
0: Yeah. I mean, um I know they're they're more scary than the Hawks probably. Even without this good run recently just because they can defend and uh well, the Knicks being the four seed, actually, is sort of absurd, isn't it? I mean... I don't know what to yeah. make of the Knicks in the playoffs.
1: They're on a great run, um, but also it's like, if any of the big the big three, or the top three, I should say, get the Knicks, I don't really give them much of a chance. Like, So take at the moment, the Sixers are still just about the top seed. They would yeah. play whoever gets the eight... Which say Miami win the play-in and get seven, it's then Charlotte, Indiana, or Washington, and then they'd play the Knicks or the Hawks in the second round. Like the, the idea that you have one side of the bracket where you have Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Boston, and Miami is pretty, pretty ridiculous. Yes,
0: actually, yeah. Which, yeah, the other way around, like you say, makes it very easy for the Sixers. Well, not very easy, but. I mean, it's they should just cruise to the
1: conference finals, shouldn't they? They should just be they get to the conference finals. Um, whereas the prospect of facing Boston or Miami in the first round for for any of the top three is is not nice,
0: <laughs> not nice at all. No, really isn't. Um, yeah, we are. We're pretty much at that point of the season now where everything's sort of almost set. Uh, I mean the stuff that matters.
1: What towards the top you mean?
0: Yeah, I mean there might be some seeding moving around a bit. Like well, I get low I guess that's why we just said the the sixes in the nets is almost one of the more significant things that could change. Is the playing?
1: This is where the playing's actually quite key at this part of the year. Even yeah. if the teams in there you don't like are probably not going to win the title, um, it's it's also significant for individual franchises. I mean, I'm looking at the Bulls who basically don't seem to have won a game since they got Vucevic, and Levine is now out with COVID, and they're twelfth. Yeah. But they are only a game off the play-in. They are, but getting the bottom of the play-in was probably not what they were thinking. When they fifth yeah. when they made that trade, is so close yeah. that you can drop down really quickly. But their record um, since they made that trade is, is not good. Um, and they were blown out by the Cleveland
0: Cavaliers last night. Oh, dear. Um, who are... Although they did beat the Celtics. That's one of the two games that Boston have lost in the last time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they did achieve something. But in general for that organisation, they just traded two first-round picks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> basically a win-now move, isn't it? Well, almost. Win-in-the-next-couple-of-years move, and it's like, you sort of want to start winning some games now if you're planning on winning a lot of games sometime soon.
1: Yeah, teams don't go from 11th in the conference to top four. No. Unless you're the Knicks. Yeah, unless you're the Knicks. Who also, I mean, there's no reason they can't stay there. But is, there's a good chance they end up dropping down as well, isn't there? Because this it's one of these things where it's like they've just had an eight-game winning streak; they're likely to lose yeah. soon.
0: Yeah. What have they
1: got coming up? Raptors, Suns, Chicago. Okay, maybe they're not going to lose that many games. Um, Rockets, Grizzlies, Nuggets, Suns, Clippers, Lakers. Oh my god, that's, that's a bit hard. That's the Lakers as they're going to start playing proper basketball and then they finish the season with Boston as well as a couple more games in the terrain. So, yes, it's going to get tougher for them. They're not going to be favourite in many of those games.
0: No, I mean, it, them just getting to the playoffs really is just quite a big thing, isn't it? Um,
1: yeah, massive. It's massive. It's, it's brilliant. Um, it's been a long time then Julius Randle is going to win most improved player. And like, it's hard to really make a case against him, I think.
0: Yeah. Actually. Yeah. That's a good point. Cause we talked about that before when we buy, it's really hard to predict most improved player. Um, it's gonna be like different levels of players, but yeah, that is, yeah. It's, it's him, isn't it? Now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it kind of has to be, uh, other people who are like close is like maybe Michael Porter will get some votes, um, because he's become not a horrendous defender and he's just, just an absolute like freakishly good shooter. Yeah. Um.
0: Just
1: I'm just looking at the standings, trying to trying to think of any teams that are even like slightly noteworthy at the moment um i, I would say something about the hawks but i think we've spoke about them before and um it's a weird one they're kind of where people predicted they would be now yeah after they basically at the start yeah they've got a bit more healthy they're still missing quite a few players but like they've just got a bit more healthy and changed coach um but they're still not at the point where like anyone's gonna want to avoid them in the playoffs or
0: anything. No, I mean it's it's the it really it's a difficult part of the season now where um all the big teams are resting their players. It's quite difficult for games a lot of games to be that exciting.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I, that's the it? thing. That is the thing is like haven't it whether it's like it's late and I'm looking to watch game live yeah. or catching up with one in the morning kind of have
0: to check who's playing first yeah it's like you see this match up of like two teams that should be really exciting and it's like oh yeah actually like the four best players across the both teams are like injured or just being rested or whatever yeah so it's like the it's like the bench units <laughs>
1: yeah it's another um there's another plus for the play in to be honest is that takes a, it makes it there's slightly fewer of those teams doing that
0: yeah um, because I, those
1: teams that were usually out of the
0: playoff race, some of those are now chasing the play in yeah so this this stage of season basically it makes um makes something inter- it makes stuff more interesting and even teams who are like five or six
1: have got a bit more motivation
0: they've yeah. got to make sure they don't get caught <laughs> yeah make sure they don't get dragged into playing
1: um which the blazers are at risk of actually They're one team we didn't mention much earlier they've lost uh so they were 29 and 18 and they're now 32 and 26
0: okay so yeah, that's,
1: that's that's not good um and lillard has been out i don't know yeah. if he's funny i think he might be back now but um that's bad basically isn't it yeah he's back he played against the Nuggets yeah. the night
0: do you think a lot of this actually or like players either being injured or like rested or whatever it is like it's sort of down to the condensed schedule do you think I think there's quite a lot of that I mean it obviously happens normally but there's like seems to be so much for this year there's like almost every team I like their best two players are not playing at the moment
1: yeah I mean the Sixers have been without Harris and Simmons for two or three games now which as a result has meant Embiid is, I imagine he's played more minutes than he would have done and like he's playing tonight against the Bucks after playing last night against the Suns which I think he even said after that game was like they need me to play we need to try and get the top seed
0: yeah. there's, there's
1: all sorts of knock on effects with this um I think the condensed schedule has clearly impacted the total number of injuries but also the stuff we were just saying is good where they've made it that more teams have stuff to play for it has made it harder to rest people even though there's still a lot of resting so there's sort of more pressure on people to play I I don't know it feels it does feel like it's just like people are taking risks yeah perhaps physically they wouldn't have done
0: yeah we're sort of forced into really Um, yeah hopefully it doesn't impact on the playoffs too much anyway it's like even though it's annoying them being rested it's like you'd much rather that than there being you know star players missing from the playoffs and stuff
1: yeah I mean it's um, it was sort of romanticized a bit because the dynasty ended and stuff like when we had that finals where everyone got hurt and there were long-term injuries as well then but the raptors won and that was that was awesome they were brilliant and everything but also as you get to the end of the season and it's like we've not even really got a proper contest here like the warriors still put up a bit of a fight but like this isn't really this isn't good (laughs) um i just don't want anything like that at all um obviously with the finals but any of it because both both sides of it as much as we said like there's a chance the Brooklyn and the Lakers just roll through in each of their conferences there's also a good chance that doesn't happen there's a lot of teams that could make it difficult and home court advantage still like isn't the same as well so that's the other thing when we're talking about the east particularly and it's like well being the two or three against Boston or Miami that should be Yeah, you get the games at home, it's like, well, okay, there's going to be like 4,000 people there rather than 25,000, that matters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that definitely makes a difference. It's like the home seat does not really... Um, Yeah, I mean, it's more than last year, but not much more.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Yeah, I don't think I have much else to
0: add, to be honest. Should we wrap up? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Um, well, um, you can get a podcast on Spotify and iTunes. I think is i yeah every everywhere else Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, that's Podcasts it, not
1: iTunes these days. Used to be
0: iTunes, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, that's probably very old now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and yeah, and uh, and just look at the website sports dot co uk. Um, for some nice articles and yeah. Hopefully, some interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. See you next time. Bye. Bye.